G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation to Visionathon today at vision.org.au. When you gaze at the face of Jesus, when you come to the point of your life on recognizing that all of God is in Jesus and no one besides Jesus, at that point, your dead spirit immediately becomes revived and you become transformed into a powerhouse. Your life will be transformed from deadly fate to a magnificent faith. Your life will be a continuous progress. Your life will be continuous excitement. Welcome to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Thankful for more than 30 years of broadcast ministry, reaching into six nations with the gospel. How many of us have clicked on those ads promising the youthful energy and clarity of mind we once had, only to find it was just clickbait? Well, today, Dr. Michael Youssef introduces you to the real fountain of youth as he continues what's become a life-changing series from the Bible, The Secret of Positive Living. You'll want to take notes as Dr. Youssef guides you to the truth found in 2 Corinthians. Here he is to begin. Legendary fountain of youth spring is supposed to restore the youth to anyone who drink from it. You know, this actually sort of a long-standing myth that has been associated with the Spanish explorer uh, Juan Ponstillon, who went looking for the fountain of youth in uh, 1513, and he ended up in Florida. In fact, uh, the city of St. Augustine claims to be that place where Ponstillion found that fountain of youth. But the truth is that this myth goes way back beyond 1513, beyond Ponstillion. In fact, it goes back all the way to Alexander Romance, where supposedly he and his servants have crossed the land of darkness and found restoring springs. And today, of course, there are many a commercial, many a product that will tell you that if you pop this pill or use that makeup or do this or do that or do the other thing, you're going to restore your fountain of youth and you're going to, regardless of your age, you're going to look 20 again. I hate to tell you, I don't want, want to look 20 again. I'm happy the way I am. I actually like the guy who said, there is a way to stay young forever. And it's very simple. He says, if you eat wisely, get plenty of sleep, work hard, have a positive outlook on life and lie about your age. (laughs) You can stay young forever. But believe it or not, the Bible talks about the real fountain of youth. There is a real fountain of youth. And that fountain of youth comes about from drinking from a certain fountain, from a certain place. There is a real fountain of youth, but you have to drink from it. 
In fact, in John chapter 4, when Jesus encountered the Samaritan woman, he said to her in verses 13 and 14, he said, everyone who drinks this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water I give him, he will never thirst again. Indeed, the water I give will become in him a spring of living water, welling up, bubbling up into eternal life. That's the real fountain of youth. And that's precisely the fifth secret for positive living. That is discovering, knowing, and reveling in the real fountain of youth. Turn with me, please, if you haven't already. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. In verse 7, it says, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from God and not from us. I'm going to come back to this. Verse 16, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. There are two things I want to tell you about this real fountain of youth. Two things. First of all, Paul tells us, how do you get it? How do you acquire it? And secondly, he tells you how to appropriate its power. How to get the real fountain of youth, how to recognize it, and how to appropriate its power every day. How do you recognize it? First of all, Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, as we've already seen, in John chapter 4, he said, I am the one who gives it to you. He's the only one who can give it to you. You can only get it from Jesus and Jesus only. And Jesus will give it to you whenever you ask for it. How do you get it? Well, look with me at 2 Corinthians 3.18. Paul is actually saying that you get it by gazing at the face of Jesus. What does that mean? It means that you recognize that in Jesus, all of God is there. And that without Jesus, you can never be saved. And that no one can ever be saved eternally or go to heaven without Jesus Christ. That's the bottom line. That's what he's saying there. Verse 18. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory and are being transformed into the likeness with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. He is saying Jesus and Jesus alone is the full manifestation of God. Jesus and Jesus alone, in whom the fullness of God is revealed. And only when you recognize this fact, that all of God is in Jesus, only when you come to that point in your life, only then will you get all of God. And that is the, how to get the fountain of youth. Look at verse 18 again. When you look at the face of Jesus, Jesus transforms you. That's what he's saying here. He will transform you. You will become a transformed person. If you have not become a transformed person, you can't be today. Because when you gaze at the face of Jesus, when you come to the point of your life on recognizing that all of God is in Jesus and no one besides Jesus, at that point, your dead spirit immediately becomes revived and you become transformed into a powerhouse. Your murky soul will become flowing with the spring of life. Your life goes from despondency and resignation to rejuvenation and optimism. 
your life will be transformed from deadly fate to a magnificent faith. Your life will progress from glory to glory. It cannot stand still. Your life will be a continuous progress. Your life will be continuous excitement. When you gaze at the face of Jesus, that is when you come face to face with that fact that Jesus has all of God. You'll become a transformed person. Look at verse 1, chapter 4. He said that with that fountain of youth that you'll be strengthened. You'll be strengthened. Therefore, since we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. We don't get up and down and up and down. Regardless of what factors that are conspiring together to try to undo you, regardless of what factors that are conspiring together try to get you down, they cannot keep you down because he has already given you strength in that fountain of youth. Not only that, but verse 2. He said that the real fountain of youth will give you purity. Purity of motive, purity of speech, purity of intentions and purity of heart. But not only that, look at verses 3 and 4. He said that this real fountain of youth, which comes to you when you gaze at the face of Jesus, when you recognize that only Jesus and Jesus only, when you come to that fact, he not only gives you that fountain of youth, but he also makes you a privileged person. You see, he makes you a transformed person. He gives you strength, but then he makes you a privileged person. You're going to have a special privilege and special honor. All right here, hear me right, this is very important. Not everyone who claims to be Christian had received this fountain of youth. Not everybody who belongs to a church or a denomination has received this fountain of youth because this has nothing to do with churchmanship. That has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with denominations. It has nothing to do with you going to church. Why? Because not everyone is willing to accept the conditions of that gift of the fountain of youth. There are some who want to do it their way. There are some who want to subtract some and add some. There are some, what they call the smorgasbord Christian, and they want to choose and they want to pick. Others want to improve on it. They really want to make Jesus look good. Then the others who try to modify it. You see, here's the problem. (laughs) Satan deludes some people into thinking that they can have that spiritual fountain of youth without accepting the conditions that go with the gift. Verse 4, the God of this world, Satan, has blinded them. He blindfolded, he put scales on their faces. Satan has created a system, listen to me, he has created a system to pander to people's whims. He created a system to pander to their desires, and he tries to convince them that they can have God's gift of salvation, that they can have God's gift of fountain of youth, and live any which way they want. That's the deception. That's the blindfold. These are the scales. You'll be a transformed purified, privileged person. Not only that, verse 6, Paul said, only Jesus can give it to you. Only Jesus can give it to you. Your religion can give it to you. 
Your good works can give it to you. Your efforts can give it to you. Your giving to charity will not give it to you. Only the God who has created the world and said, let there be light, and there was light, he can say, let there be light in your heart and my heart, and there is light. Only he can do it. Only he can give it. So ask for it if you haven't received it. It's a gift, and he's willing to give it to you. So you get the spiritual fountain of youth by gazing at the face of Jesus or recognizing that in Jesus and Jesus alone, all of God. Secondly, Paul tells us about its power. There is power in that fountain of youth. I mean, these people want to drink the stuff and think they're going to be look 20 again. No, 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 I got news for you. This is much better. This is much better. Look at verse 7. The question here is how do you appropriate it? Here's verse 7. He said, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. You know what? I don't care how spiritual you are. I think the tendency in all of us is that we judge people by their outward appearances. We judge them by their wealth. We judge them by their clothes. We judge them by their titles. We judge them by their net worth. We judge them by their homes. We judge them by their cars. All the time, all the time, we're judging people by outward appearance. What are we doing to the book? We're judging it by its cover. The cover may be plated with gold leaf, but the book could have nothing inside it. (laughs) Or by the same token, the cover could look terrible and very unimpressive, but the book is a classic book. The container may look terrible on the outside, but has gold in it. Or the container could be covered with gold and has dust and mud inside of it. You've got to understand everything in its context, okay? And the context of this passage is, as we've been seeing, Paul had some absolutely relentless criticism. He had people who were on his back criticizing every move, and we saw that earlier on a series of messages. But they discovered that they could not destroy that fountain of youth that God has given the apostle Paul, because that's on the inside. Nobody can touch it. That fountain of youth that only Jesus can give you, nobody can touch it. And it takes you all the way to eternal life with Jesus in heaven. So when they failed in doing this, what did they do? They resorted to attacking him about his outward appearances. They said, oh, he's unimpressive. He's not contemporary. He doesn't look good and he doesn't talk good. I'm not poor English, but you, you know what I mean. That's what they were saying. Oh, but listen to me. When you really know that you have that fountain of youth, that fountain of living water that Jesus Christ has given you, that criticism is not going to get to you. It's not going to affect you. I'm not saying you're not a human being and you're not going to feel it, but I'm just saying it's not going to impact you as it would if you did not have the fountain of youth, if you did not have the living water inside of you that is bubbling up. And that is why Paul couldn't care less about responding to their shallowness. He couldn't care less about responding to their superficiality. Listen, when you know and you revel in the power of the fountain of youth that Jesus gives you, 
This criticism will be like water off a duck's back. Why? Because Paul had learned to revel not in who he is, but in that power that God gave him. Paul said, hey, wait a minute. Criticize all you want. (laughs) You are focusing on the container. You are focusing on the cover. You are focusing on the outward appearance. He said, forget about my limitations. Forget about my weaknesses. Forget about my difficulties. Forget about my lack of eloquence. Ah, but I want you to look at the priceless treasure that inside of that container. Look at the priceless treasure. That's what I really want you to take care of. That's what I want you to see. I don't want you to worry about me. (laughs) If a person is full of himself or herself, they have no room for God's gift of the real fountain of youth. That's a fact. And those shallow people to whom appearances was everything, those shallow people to whom image was everything, those shallow people to whom style was everything, those shallow people to whom external represented everything, they did not have the most important thing, which is the power, internal power of the real fountain of youth. You know what? The great thing about God is that he always, when he chooses the weak and the broken and the humble in order to prove that the value is not in the person but in the gift that is coming inside of the person. He is saying that the power is not in the container but in what it contains, that the power is not in the clay jar, but what's inside the clay jar, that the power is not in who I am, but whose I am. The power is not in my title, but in the title deeds that he had deposited in me. The power is not in my net worth, but in the net worth of the one who owns everything and owns me. The power is not in my gifts, but in the giver of the gifts. The power is not in what I can and cannot do, but in what he can do through me. The power is not on how I speak, but in the one who speaks through me. That's what Paul is saying. Did you get it? No wonder people are confused. No wonder they get on the defensive all the time. Do you know why? Because they've convinced themselves that the power is in the clay jar and not in the treasure of the real fountain of youth that's been deposited. No wonder people are so negative and down on themselves and down on others. No wonder some people are so discouraged and constantly disappointed and despondent because they have focused too much on the frame of the fountain of youth instead of the real living water. Paul knew that only in reveling in that power of the real fountain of youth would he really is able to withstand all that he withstood. Let me tell you something. To be a man experienced and living day by day in the power of positive living like Paul, it is impossible just read, read some more from 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians. Read about his life. And that is why he comes toward the end of the chapter and he says, I may be experiencing enough pressure 
to crush 10 men. This is my translation, not yours. But I'm not crushed. (laughs) I may have lost all my worldly goods and I'm on the brink, but I know the way out. I may get knocked down, but I'm never knocked out. That's what he's saying here. Uh, uh, That's what he's saying. I just gave you a use of translation of it. Those are his words. No one can stand the onslaught of such continuous pressure without knowing how to appropriate, how to revel in the power of the living water, the real fountain of youth. And Paul said that the power of the fountain of youth that Christ gave me, it will keep me on the road to positive living regardless of what happens and going to stay with me all the way until I go home to glory and there I'll become perfect like Jesus. That's what he's saying here. I think most of you would say, Michael, I know I've received that fountain of living water, but the problem is I have never known how to appropriate its power. I've never learned how to revel in the joy of it. I've always taken to heart people's criticism of me. And that rendered me ineffective and not doing much. My parents, growing up, criticized me, my blemishes. They may criticized your failures, criticized your appearances. And you took that to heart and you believed it. You fell for it. And you took it to heart. Instead of understanding what it is and the criticizing the jar, and let it, like the Apostle Paul, fall off you. You took it to heart. And now your life is ineffective. Now your life is not going anywhere. And you're bored with life. You say, I remember the day when I gave my life to Christ. I remember the day when there was power in my life. There was a transformation in my life. There's a change in my life, but I've lost it all. Because you bought into the lie of the devil and you accepted other people's criticism of you. Paul said, I will not let that get to me. I'll never let that get to me. They criticize the jar, no problem. It's what's inside. Today, you can confidently say with the Apostle Paul, it is not the jar, it is not the cover, it's not the container, but it's the power of that which is inside of me that only Jesus gave me. This is Leading the Way. Would you like to experience the transformed life Dr. Yusuf described today? Perhaps taking a few moments to speak with one of our staff pastors might help. If so, fill out a short contact form at ltw.org Jesus. One of our team members would be happy to spend some time with you. Well, make plans to join us again next time for another edition of Leading the Way. See you then. This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Connect via television, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all of the social media networks. Learn more at ltw.org. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.